Welcome to another episode of Sorry. So, we are canceled. <laughs> what the hell was that? I don't know, man. Just get a goofing. It's been a long day, bro. I'm in, uh, I am in um, Cozumel, Mexico. Uh, so, yeah, overnighted here. And uh, are you part of the Underground Railroad quarters? Where are you? <laughs> no, it's actually a nice hotel, man. It's, it's seriously, it's a. Um, Except yeah, for like, your room. <laughs> yeah, actually, it's a nice room. We just can't tell by you. Yeah, you guys think it's a piece of shit, but it's actually really nice. I just don't We're have it. judging that hotel by the Wi-Fi connection this nigga had. <laughs> yeah, it was horrible. Yeah, it was horrible. I mean, like, my porn kept freezing. <laughs> <laughs> just right at the right at the balls. <laughs> you know, right? And then a frozen titty just suspended. <laughs> but yeah, so it's good, man. It's good. I'm good now, bro. You had a good weekend? Fog, man. I work events. Man, let me tell you something. Well, it's hard. On a cruise ship, it's weird because you don't really work with them, but you do, but you don't. But um, it was Vince and DJ Cooch, who's also a comic. Man, we had fuck. You know me, I don't really drink, but fucking Vince was buying drinks, man. And the first night, I didn't work, but Vince did, and he uh, he bought me a drink. Man, I don't know how. Fuck, I was so fucked. I had one drink, one taste. And I was like, Vince and Buzz. He goes, what? I go, yeah. Man, <laughs> I, I, I think I drank every fucking night, bro. You know me, I don't even drink, but I had drink every fucking night. I feel like Smokey from Friday. I don't really drink, but today I'm getting <laughs> fucked up. And that's, what I, and that's what I did, man. Yeah, man. So, Do you have so any hangovers? Uh, I slept till like 11 every day. So that's kind of a hangover for me. <laughs> I mean, you know, usually I get up like at 7, 38. Then I woke up at like 10, 30, 11. Like, I, I can't do this anymore, Vince. So it was it, it was bittersweet. I was like, I like seeing Vince, but fuck that. Show me how he does it, man. <laughs> fuck that. Um, yeah, you can tell by my voice, man. I was up all night. We had uh, we got off the ship. We're supposed to get out. We were supposed to meet at 6.15. The ship got in early. I didn't do laundry. and I did laundry and got through with laundry at 4.45 a.m. About to go to sleep. Then we were, we were uh, I could see the lights of Miami by the time I went to bed. And then I was just going to sleep. And then they called me and go, hey, can you be down the uh, the gangway? I go, oh, fuck. So I got no sleep at all, man. So, yeah. But, you know, it's good, bro. It's good. I mean, that's, that's a good problem to have. We had a good time. We had a good time. How about you? I had I had, I had uh, four shows at Helium and one at uh, by Mike G puts on, who's a local comic here. And uh Three of the four shows at Helium were really, really good. I didn't like one particular show just because uh, the the vibe was off. But <laughs> we got to talk about You know Mike G, don't you? No, I don't know Mike G. Well, I might know if I see him. I might know if I see him. Okay, so he... <laughs> I, you know what? Never mind. I'm not going to talk about it over there. I'll tell Man. you off. No, I'll tell, tell you off. No, no, no. Hey, hey. no this, this, this ain't no Cat Williams thing about to be happening. Who did you open up for uh, uh, at uh, Helium? Oh, um, Colm Terrell. Was he good? Yeah, he's funny. He's an Irish comic. He lives in New York. He's been on Tonight's show. Um, okay. He does podcasts with Shane Gillis and those guys. Um, okay. But he was funny. Yeah. Okay. Good size crowds. So you ain't going to tell me what happened with you and Mike G. Come on, come on, come on, Dion. Tell me what happened. Come on. You trying to tell me, Dion, you ain't got no... Come on, Dion. Tell you me know, that. there's a point in your career where people ask you to do stuff and you, and you are like, I want to help this person, but at the same time, I've been doing this long enough to know 
that this show is going to be it's going to be some bullshit. It's going to be a shit show. Yeah, and so that's what happened on Saturday. I get there um and this crowd looks like <laughs> they look like they're tired. They look like they're hostages. <laughs> Just tired hostages. <laughs> you know when you walk into a room and you're like this isn't going to go well for me. <laughs> yes, yes. 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 Oh my. Yes. What was that? Uh, this place called Luxury Palace. I get there and I go, this isn't going to go well for me. And, and, and Juan Ariano's there. He's like, what's up, man? Welcome to the bomb. And I was like, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah, we all bombing. I walk in and Mike G's up there just sucking the life, what little life the crowd had. It's just, oh, I'm, I'm like, oh my God. He's going on and on and on. This, he gives the longest intro for the next comic I've ever seen in my life. It was like two and a half minutes. It was like her intro was Yaya the comedian. I'm like, that's all you had to say. And he talked for two minutes. I was just like, oh my God, this is gonna go awful. So she does her jokes, you know, she's fine or whatever. I'm thinking I'm gonna ride her wave. This motherfucker talked again for another two and a half minutes. And <laughs> As he's bringing me up, he goes, I work with this guy a lot. Give it up for Dion Curry. And I go, I have never worked with this motherfucker before, and I'm never <laughs> working with this nigga again. <laughs> Fucking lie on me like that. <laughs> how do you go? How, how'd you say it go? How'd you say it go? It went exactly how you thought it was going to go. It okay, was awful. Was, was, that, was that his first time trying comedy or the first night? No, no. He's, he's, he, he runs a couple of rooms. They just... I mean, when I tell you when I walked in and I just the setup was all wrong, and you know, I should have told Mike this, but I'm never gonna work with him again, so I don't really care how (laughs) his shows go. But like, they were way too far away, it was it was dark in the wrong area, bright in the wrong area, and he was doing way too much as an MC. He tried to make the show about him, like, it's not about you, you're just supposed to keep the show moving. And keep the people. If the energy dips, you're supposed to pick it up. That's that's right. your job. And just he was just, oh, god awful. And I had to leave Helium to go do that show, and then go back to Helium. Damn. Yeah. So how close was how close was it to Helium? How close it was, was it? Twenty minutes. Damn, you were you you were t- taking a chance, bro. Well, I told Avery, and he was cool. He was like, "We'll start the second show later if we have to." Yeah. I, I literally, I went there, I got in, I got out. I I lost time because he talked so much. Like, they only had the venue till 9.30. I got there at, like, 9.11. And what, I was supposed what, to do... What was it going to be I, later? Like a, da- like a dance club or something? Yeah. Yeah. I, I hate it that shit. La- Latina <laughs> night. Latino <laughs> night. Everybody shows up. Everybody Latinx. shows up. For the <laughs> everybody, shows up, everybody shows up for the dance club, not the comedy. <laughs> Yeah, it was funny because he was like, "All right, we gotta, we gotta wrap this show up because uh, I only got till nine thirty, and I went on at nine twenty one. He's it's it's past nine thirty. He's still talking. I'm like, see, you're doing too much. Just like <laughs> you, you're costing yourself. So it was just one of those things where he needs to, you know, I like Mike G. He's got good energy. It's just he needs to change some things. And, uh, and- my whole thing now is, I hate to sound like a dick, but man, yeah, when I hear that, hey, man, you want, no, no. I mean, it's got to be an established something because I'm not doing that. Hey, we want to try comedy. You want, no, 
No, because I mean that's the reason I'm working now. Because I was supposed—I think this weekend I was re- originally supposed to be in uh, Kentucky. I was supposed to be in Frankfort, Kentucky. The week is supposed to be Thursday through Saturday, right? For mm-hmm. you know, pretty pretty good cash. And then it was Thursday, Saturday to just—I think Friday one show, Saturday one show, and then I think Saturday one show for like three hundred dollars. I go, I can't fucking do that. And they go, <laughs> hey man, we're gonna just start now. I go. This went from a half a week to one night. And then I was like, I can't do this shit. That's why I took this shit. So, you know, I mean, I just can't. When somebody said, somebody said it's a new venue, I'm like, call me up in six months. And then, I, then, I'll, and then I'll think so about it. You're doing still it. open. Yeah. Six, six months is the amount of time it takes people to realize this shit ain't going to work or, hey, this shit's working. Six months is, I mean, it's almost like a relationship. At the six-month mark. Y'all should be like, all right, it's time for this bitch to move in. You know what I mean? Or something. Because you can't keep, you know, going across town or whatever, you know. Why not? Why not? You put that dumb, you put that, you you see, that's how you fuck up your relationship. When you put bullshit time pressure on yourself for no fucking reason. No, I'm just saying it for the sake of this podcast. But I mean, I I would never move in with nobody. (laughs) Fuck all that. Hey, hey, hey. Listen, on my apartment, I'm building it brick by brick. So far, (laughs) I, I went out and, listen, I went out and got a, I went out and got a strainer. Right, I came in from the road. You know, one day we did the podcast; it was so fucking cold. Right, that that day I said, "Fuck it!" I, I bit the bullet and went and got a pot that it, you know I, that can boil. It's like a boil water in. So I went and got one. So I get I, so now I got a strainer and a pot. And so then when I come back next time, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a bowl. So I'm, so 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 right now I'm eating. I'm literally eating out of the skillet. So when I come back, I'm gonna get a bowl so I can eat out of that. And then I'm, then I'm gonna get a, a broom. And probably a, 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 a what do you sweep the broom in that little yeah, dustpan? Oh, dust yeah, pan. pan. Yeah, a dustpan. We get a, a broom, a dustpan, and a mop. usually come together. That's how old he is. He had to buy them separate back in his day. Hey, well, hey, hey they, they, they wouldn't let us do it like that. It's Jim Crow law. Jim Crow laws wouldn't let us. They wouldn't let us. Can't have together. all these niggas out here sweeping up. <laughs> so yeah, man, I'm building the brick. I'm gonna have my shit. And somebody said, uh, "Hey, man, I'll see, you know, like they, I was gonna sell you a couch." And I go, "Man, nobody wants a fucking used couch. That's the nastiest shit in the fucking world, bro." <laughs> I use cash. Everybody fucks on the couch. Everybody says the, says the, the nigga who's buying his apartment. By the time he's finished buying everything, he's gonna have to move the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> I finally got everything. Shit, my lease is up. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, 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 that'll be a good thing. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to buy a pot. I'm gonna buy a broom. <laughs> hey, hey, man, you, hey, how tight is your budget that you can't well, furnish your wanna, kitchen? Well, I don't want to say I need to boil the water, so I had to buy one pot. <laughs> <laughs> what if I want to make vegan hot dogs? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, I'm literally, I'm, I'm literally eating out the skillet, so yeah, I'm gonna get like a, I think I'm gonna get a TV next. And just go to the dollar store and buy all the kitchen shit you need, bro. No, my shit's gonna be elaborate. I mean, it might not be a lot, but it's elaborate. nice. I'm gonna get, and then I'm gonna get like a spatula, probably next, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> oh, so you've been cooking with a fork? 
Uh, yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> he ain't been cooking shit. He just been boiling water. <laughs> I'm a water. Hey, I'm a water boiling motherfucker, bro, man. <laughs> and you come to my house. It's like being. It's like it's like camping. <laughs> you come to my house. It's like camping. It's indoor camping. <laughs> You got you got a fucking divorced single dad apartment with no, no. kids. <laughs> Even divorced single dads are like, God damn, you ain't got no kids or ain't been married. Nope, you struggling, bro. You struggling. <laughs> yeah, man, but uh, it's, it's you got it's a nice. prenup apartment. <laughs> you got a divorced prenup apartment. <laughs> But it's but it's nice though, bro. It's nice. He it's got nice. he got one sheet, no comforter. <laughs> I know. He's actually, sleeping my... in jackets, <laughs> leather jackets at that. Hey. Members only. <laughs> what is hey, race first... boots on to keep his feet warm? Helmet. Coming from. Coming from the motherfucker who, who who wears tight sweats and sandals. Okay, okay. The fucking hell. <laughs> he probably has the helmet to keep his head banging from on the floor. <laughs> oh shit, that was good. I ain't gonna lie, that was good. <sighs> so yeah, that's so basically that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm building it brick by brick. So I'm gonna get a TV first. I'm gonna get a TV first, and then I think I'll probably get a soap. Uh, maybe a two seater from uh, IKEA and put that shit together. You know, <laughs> I can't. I can't see me having dinner parties. You know what I mean? <laughs> Not with the limited utensils you have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's B. It's BYOPP. Bring your own paper plates. <laughs> You say you it's can like, have option A, sauteed, <laughs> or option B, boil. <laughs> hey, I got oh, paper God. plates. Hey, it's, it's like a picnic. I got paper plates over here, napkins over here. <laughs> and when you get through, you just throw them in the trash. You said I can only make stovetop meals, nothing to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> You guys want ramen or ramen? <laughs> Which one? DJ stovetop mixing for the ones and twos. <laughs> you want ramen or ramen? That's, that's pretty much that's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> so you had a good weekend, I take it. You had a good yeah, weekend. I had a great weekend. Uh I sold four shirts, which I never sell upstairs, but people bought some merch and that was a lot of fun. Nice, and, nice. And uh I think I got a nice little viral clip coming from one of the shows I recorded. So cool, man. Good, 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 hopefully, man. Hopefully, you know. And I, I put, I, I plugged the podcast, and some people said they was gonna check it out. So nice, nice, man. We'll see. I, yeah, man. I, it, it was a, you know, it bothered me the whole week. I swear, I was watching. Um, she said Nikki Haley clip, and she said America's out of racist country, and she don't even go by her real name. <laughs> She said, but and she tells how when she won a beauty contest and they took it from her because they didn't know what nationality she was. So she, you know, you're not black or white, so they just took it from her. You know, <laughs> but it's still not a race. They did because she was in a rural town in South Carolina, and they took it from her because they didn't know what she. We don't know what you are. So <laughs> until we find out, you you didn't win, and they just took it from her. And she goes, but it's not racist. It's just that her and Tim Scott should form a fucking law- lawyer firm. Called not black and not black and not black. <laughs> Jigaboo party. 
It's just, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Her. Uh, what's the other dude who just DeSantis just quit? The Satan? Yeah, I'm glad he did. I, you know, it's funny. It's this chick on Twitter said, uh-uh, boo-boo, you got to carry that baby to full term. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's dead on arrival. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what they're getting ready for, man. It's, it's, uh, it's going to get ugly, but yeah, hey, that shit pissed me. I mean, man, like... Shit. I'm about to delete all my hateful Trump quotes. Because when he become king and emperor, he coming after man, all of us. Dude, why can't people say it's going to be a dictatorship? That's yeah. all he wants. It. And people want to step in line. And what they're... What, you, you see what's coming. You see what's coming. Bruh. We all see what's coming. We he, all see what's coming. He didn't want to leave the first time. He definitely ain't going to leave the second time. You best people, believe that. People on the people on his side, call, I think Dennis Miller called it. He goes... The only thing, and he's on his side. He goes, you know what? He goes, my own problem is he's not he's not going to leave. When he when he when he was ready, he goes, he's not going to want to leave. He's he's so full of power. You see, how he was an egomaniac beforehand. You know, with all his shows, and he's a billionaire, and now you put him in the most powerful seat in the and fuck, bro, it's not looking good at all for anything. We are, we are done in the water. We are fucking done. We let the dumbest mother. He's so brilliant in his simplicity. Where he, you know he's lying, but he goes, but maybe I'm not. And you're like, what? Wait, what? And then you start questioning, well, maybe he's not. And by the time you figure out, of course, this dumb motherfucker's lying, he's already done moved on to the next thing. And it's just a pattern of doing it over and over and over again. He he says it real slick, but right in front of your face. You know, you call him on his bullshit, and he goes, oh, maybe, or maybe not. And then people were like, wait, what? <laughs> Some fucking yeah, genius shit, man. Uh, hey, total, total non sequitur. I don't know why, but I fucking love that Dallas got beat so bad by the fucking Packers last week. I don't know why. I'm just thinking about how Dak Prescott got that look he had. And C, uh, the CG, CD, CD Lamb's mom said, Dak ain't it. <laughs> she, said, she said, Dak ain't it. Man, everybody's turning on Dak, and they keep they they keep the coach. They still got Dak, and they, they only the only home game they lose is the fucking playoff game. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, Jerry Jones is crying and shit. I fucking love it, man. I fucking love it. He was crying they, like a little bitch. They said <laughs> Jerry Jones was in the locker room <laughs> screaming, "Jago." <laughs> he was he was Django. <laughs> Damn you, Django. <laughs> Fuck Jerry Jones. Fuck the Cowboys. They're overrated. I love that that dude's mom was beefing with his quarterback over social media. Nothing says dysfunction like your top wide receiver's mama calling you out in the press. Like yo. It's one thing to have beef with your quarterback, but you can't have your mama. Like that, that's the Cowboys that point, ain't never gonna win when that shit's going on in the building. Well, he, he, you know what? Jerry prefers the circus over the show. I mean, over the actual show. You know, he prefers the circus. I mean, it's like, listen, man. But then again, though, people are always like on the Cowboys shit. Anyway, when they had that old stadium, had that hole in it, they want you covered. And so God can watch his favorite team play football. When you say shit like that, I mean, think about it. I mean, it's almost the same with Notre Dame. They that touchdown Jesus like like this in the end zone. It, 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 you know, it looks like it literally looks like the uh, cartoons back in my day. It was, it was drawn like this. 
and it was all like animated. Jesus is like, like he's high on meth. Like he's like, touchdown. Or maybe it ain't, you know, <laughs> like this. And that's why people hate Notre Dame and the Cowboys. Because they think they're fucking like God's favorite team. Get the fuck out of here. Seriously. Yeah, and when, when Notre Dame called uh, uh, Miami the convicts, remember that? The con- oh, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. Catholics versus the convicts. Mm-hmm. convicts. You, know, you know what the fuck that, you know, you know what that implied, man. Mm-hmm. They got away with so much shit back in the day. I'm, oh, my God, it made me so mad. Versus the convicts. Why? Because they black and kicking ass? I mean, they, they, really, they was whooping ass. They back in the day, but but if you think about it, they didn't really get in that much trouble like you think they did. I mean, it, I mean the media makes it look like they did, but they did really didn't get in that much trouble. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but you know how uh, social media in America works, especially back in those days. Oh my god, when nobody listened to us before. I mean, woke. You know what they did? They hijacked the woke movement. I mean, the actual. Oh, woke absolutely. Good thing. But now they took it, and ran with it, and and. And they woke is, woke is 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 <laughs> woke. They did to woke what we did to nigga. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. No, that's brilliant. No, that is See, brilliant. They took yes. our word and made a day word. Mm-hmm. And we're mm-hmm. like, hey, give us woke back. And they're like, we'll trade you. And we're like, nah, y'all keep woke. <laughs> <laughs> they did. They go, hey, guys, guys, quit using that word. He go, you know, me, hey, look, y'all know good and y'all know good and goddamn well the difference between nigger and nigger and why you can't say it. So don't act like you put the onus on us. They do a great job of doing that shit. Y'all know what the fuck it's all about. I uh, mean, they, shit. they say nigger to our face now is just woke. You're woke. But that's that's just them calling you a nigger. That's all it is. Man, uh, yeah. I mean, so yeah, you see what's going on, but still, yeah, they hit that and hijacked it. They really did. So I want them to get everything they want so they can find out it's not what they want at all. And by then it'd be too late. And I'll just oh. be sitting back laughing as Emperor hey, Trump a, wears hey, it's no ar- clothes. It, it's already too late. I mean, we're, I mean, there's no way where we go back to, but then again, what do we go back to? It wasn't like we were all just one big happy family. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know what we're going to go back to, but. Hey, but you can't. There's nothing to go back to. There aren't any Republicans left. You're either a Trumper or you're an independent because they don't have a party. So yeah, hold on. Yeah, I think it's going to go to battery power. Okay, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, man, that shit is. Uh, yeah, that shit is. Uh, we're headed out a bad road. We're headed out a bad road, my friend. But it is what the motherfucking is. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I'm watching and this fact, Bills Kansas City Chief game. Buffalo just missed a game time field goal. Yeah, I'm watching that shit too. I'm doing. That's why I moved my fucking. That's why. That's why. earthquake. I'm moving this shit so I can watch the goddamn. I don't even watch. I don't even watch the NFL. I mean, real talk. I don't watch. Ever since Colin Kaepernick, I don't really watch the NFL. But I go, and this game is kind of a good game. I watch it, but for the most part, I don't really fuck with the NFL anymore. But uh, yeah, I'm watching this shit. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it ain't over yet though. But still. I don't really watch the NFL like I used to. I mean, I damn sure don't, but, you know, playoff time, so. Yeah, I've, I've watched the games. They were fun games. Uh, Detroit finally, 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 finally going to the AFC Championship game. Good for them, but I still Second want to time beat. in their history. That's that's a goddamn shame. Yeah, they've never been to the Super Bowl. You know, you know what? This don't sound bad, but. I really don't want them to go. I don't give a fuck about Detroit. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious, man. Them motherfuckers, what they did. Okay, listen. First of all, what they did to us. Uh, I'm saying us. Well, I, okay, I guess I consider myself a, 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 a resident of Indiana. But when the, the, the malice in the palace, I mean, that, <laughs> that that dude should be in jail. He should still be in jail because that's that's the equivalent 
of yelling fire in a crowded uh, movie theater. Is what he did. He threw that beer on Ron Artest, yeah. knowing that, knowing he that incited boy a riot. Right. Yeah, he did. He incited right, and he's walking away. And and the onus went on the players. Y'all can't do that, motherfuckers. They were defending themselves. I mean, Detroit gets away with so much shit. And I think it's a shitty. I shouldn't say this, but uh, I think it's, you know <laughs> I, I, I might, we might have Detroit fans. But I will say this though, we do I, have Detroit fans. <laughs> okay, look, I no offense, but I don't really want them to go to Super Bowl. <laughs> I really don't. But then again, I'm not really, I'm not the biggest Niner fan either, but I'd rather have the Niners go than Detroit. I mean, for some reason that coach, he kind of gets on my fucking nerves all. He's all, you know, all bravado. Who, so the Niners? No, the uh, Lions Detroit, coach. Dan Campbell. Yeah. He went him old school. <laughs> hey, tell you something. Yo, we're going to win the fight. If we're going to fight on the field, we're doing the rocket room. You know, okay, dude, whatever. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know what, though? But coaches are like that. My brother's a coach. I was in, in the locker room um, with him and his other coaches. And it was in Oklahoma, and I was like, man, you motherfuckers, they say shit, you know, you ain't supposed to say no more. Like, oh, <laughs> fuck. It's, it was kind of refreshing, actually. Like, wow, y'all y'all say that? Really? <laughs> kind of refreshing. You, <laughs> you dabble a little bit of the cancel culture on your face? Ooh, this is so refreshing. Dude, I mean, you know, co- coaches don't give a fuck. They can, they can say they're all, you know, in the now, but they're not. They say shit like, oh, my God. It's kind of like I said. It's kind of refreshing. It really is, man. Really we, we, we live in entertainment, so when you're in the entertainment world, you know it's different. But then again, though, we live in Indiana, so it's like, you know, it's not like being in L.A. or New York. That shit only, to me, that cancel culture shit only works in New York and L.A. Like, what are you gonna say when you live in Indiana? You can't go to a monster truck show. I mean, what the fuck? How you gonna how you gonna cancel us? You really can't. We had shows during the pandemic. Remember that shit? We were like, pandemic. <laughs> Indiana was like, pandemic. Remember that shit? <laughs> Shut down. What? I mean, we, I remember, we, remember we had shows. I remember, um, I remember what's his name? Little du- Duval came in. Remember he goes, so the virus ain't going to make it past this right. Because remember we had the, the chairs all, the tables mm-hmm. were all spread out. He goes, well, I guess the virus ain't going to make it on stage. <laughs> he said that. <laughs> that, three foot, that three feet wall. I guess or say, remember that shit? I remember, I remember opening up for Jay, uh, Big Jay Okerson during that pandemic. Say, me and you, remember that? Mm-hmm. Me and you opened up for Big Jay because he had that, that chick with the with her ass cheeks hanging out. Remember that? Some local chick. She showed up with her ass. Remember that? Her ass cheeks hanging out. I was like, I was, she had dirty feet too. I think. <laughs> if she didn't, you I remember she, her way better than I did. <laughs> yeah, she, she was a white bitch. Had dirty feet. Of course, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> you know me, man. I like that shit. But yeah, I remember that shit. It was like, but I mean, I don't really, I don't really get that. I don't really get into that red blue state shit. But I will say this: yeah, Indiana was like a pandemic. I heard of it, I guess. But <laughs> I mean, I was still working. You know what I mean? I just, but I did. I do know that I had to write a handwritten letter to the fucking the unemployment agency to, to get my unemployment, um, you know, money employment. I go. Who the fuck writes a handwritten letter in the year 2020, <laughs> whatever the fuck it was? I hand, like I'm in third grade, like, dear <laughs> Department of Employment, I want my fucking money. <laughs> you, had to re, you had to recall your childhood to get it done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wrote it in crayon, too, just to be, you know, crayon and, and, and manila paper. <laughs> like a paper airplane and just send it in like this. Yeah, man, it made me so fucking mad. Yeah, bro. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, Do I got a, a yeah, I have an "Am I the asshole?" All right, go okay, ahead. all right, it's a longer one, so bear with me. 
Okay. Am I the asshole for saying my friend was overreacting about feeling unsafe? I, 15 female, have a scholarship to a private school that would otherwise charge a total of 120k euros. Damn. I have a group of six close friends, all 14 to 15 year old girls, who range from middle school class from middle class to very wealthy. We occasionally have sleepovers at each other's houses. And I'm the only one who's yet to host one. Here's the thing. I live in a council house, basically a house we don't have to pay for, a very lower class house in a lower class neighborhood full of crime, burglaries, robberies, fights, etc. Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, say it again. <laughs> no, say it again. Say it again. <laughs> Burgl burglar burglar burglaries. <laughs> burglaries. Robberies, fights, etc. My friends, he's a burglary. My friend, my friends know that I'm poor, but they you never dick for that. <laughs> but I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> Go ahead, I'm sorry. Okay, my friends know that I'm poor, but they never treated me differently for it until now. We planned to stay at my place for the weekend. We went straight to my home after school. On the way, one of my friends kept making remarks about how intimidating the people were in my area, and the others just agreed, including calling this homeless man who came up to us asking for money creepy, creepy and perverted. This group of teenagers started randomly harassing and yelling stuff at us, trying to start an argument. And when they left, my friends called them trashy and chavs, a derogatory term for lower class people. Previously, I'd opened up to them about how hard it was to live here and how our house had been vandalized before and we had to hide our valuables in case of a break-in. I live in a small two-bedroom flat on the first floor. My bedroom is only a box room that's small enough for my bed to fit exactly on one end. I sleep on a mattress on the floor and the only furniture... I Sounds like BT's place. <laughs> <laughs> Except he's the creepy perverted guy outside. <laughs> <laughs> she, she might be talking about this fucking be BT. your story if it weren't for the Euros. <laughs> oh, shit. Hold up. The only other furniture I had was a box for storage for when my friends saw they kept giving me giving fake sarcastic, sarcastic compliments about how cozy and tiny it was. <laughs> okay. After about an hour, one of my friends called her parents to pick her up and made some excuse about how she suddenly remembered that she had a family thing planned, which I initially believed. Soon, then after, another friend also said she had to leave because she was feeling sick. At this point, I got suspicious, and they eventually realized that they felt unsafe staying over in my neighborhood and wanted to leave. One friend said my house felt dangerous since my mom was working a shift that afternoon and couldn't come home until midnight. And my friend was scared someone might break in, which was so irrational because I'd lived there my whole life and I was fine. She was the richest of us and lived in a huge house and had no idea what it was like to not be privileged. She had an awful, ex wait, she had an awful experience in a poor neighborhood a, a few years ago, so I get what she was feeling. But we were initially staying inside, but we were literally staying inside, so there's no reason for her to overreact. I told her she was being overdramatic, yet the rest of my friends all agreed with her saying she was justified in feeling unsafe. I couldn't stand how they made me feel alienated for being poor and how they couldn't even walk in my shoes for one weekend. In the heat of the moment, I said my friends were spoiled brats and we ended up in a huge argument 
and ended up canceling the sleepover. Am I the asshole? Yes. <laughs> and, here, and here's why. Wait, wait. I, I feel like, I feel, <laughs> she the first asshole? Of all, I, first of all, I feel like the asshole she's a, Malik trying to read. <laughs> God damn. I, like, I was going to say, she's an asshole for making you say burglar. <laughs> <laughs> she spelled it the I, UK I, way. That's why I was fucking up. It's like mom and mom. The natural way. <laughs> I feel like I had a kid and I was like, come on, son, sound it out. Just sound it out. God damn. That was painful to listen to. I mean, you read it. I mean, the story was okay, but hearing you read it made me go, God damn. Yeah. He put the poverty in the story with his reading. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, Malik. We need education money. Uh, the first candidate says money for education, I'm voting for. I don't care if it's Trump. He says money for education, I'm fucking voting for. Because <laughs> that is horrible. That's fucking God damn horrible. <laughs> She's the asshole for inviting her rich friends to her broke ass house. She knew where she lived. You can't name off all the shit you named and expect those people to walk a mile in your shoes for a weekend. For what? Why would you? Yeah, I mean, no offense, but why would you bring your friends who you know how bad your neighborhood is? You got to hide your valuables in case somebody breaks in, which means you're anticipating a break in. Fuck that. Why would you bring your friends to that shit? If I were you, I'd act like I was ashamed to be poor and go to their house and steal their <laughs> shit. <laughs> you I mean, know, the I natural mean, way. <laughs> what all other poor people do. We don't invite you in, we go to your house. <laughs> I mean, honestly, exactly. Why would you invite them over to your fucking shitty ass place? I mean... Yeah, we only this, had sleepovers with people who lived in the same building as us. Yeah, because <laughs> they, they know. When they take our shit, we know we can just go back over there and get it. And, yeah, you because know. you know exactly who took your shit. So yeah, man, I think she's the asshole because she wants people to they don't walk a mile in my shoe, bitch. Nobody wants to work my, walk a mile in poor people's shoes. If you're already, I mean, no offense, but that's just how it is. And I'm sorry. Yeah, if but, she didn't, if if she didn't prep them for what they was walking into, she's an asshole. Like. They they're assholes for not understanding her struggle and not giving it a chance. But at the same time, it's like you got what you knew you were gonna get. You asked for it and you got it. I don't know why you're mad. You knew your friends would think your crib was trash because you think your crib is trash because you've been to their cribs. So, growing yeah, up, was, did you guys ever have any experience with some poor friends' houses? We were the poor oh, friends' oh. houses. <laughs> so did you just not invite anybody over? Like I said, unless you lived in the same apartments as us, you wasn't spending the night. No, we uh, we uh, everybody around us, like we went over their houses, but my mom didn't allow us to spend the night with anybody. You know what I mean? I mean, she didn't. She, she we weren't allowed to spend the night with anybody, so we didn't really do that. It wasn't even in our vocabulary to even think about asking our mom to do that shit. But I had it, so many sleepovers at white kids' houses in elementary school. It was it was nothing. But you I know what though, first a, scavenger hunt, a white birthday party, sleepover. <laughs> hey, hey, let, let me tell you something, man. To be honest, to be completely honest, you know, sometimes we get in that white black debate, but man, white people will invite you over and fucking and let, and let you see what. Oh, this is what the good life is. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first time I walked into a pantry and it was full. I was like, "God damn!" <laughs> you were like, "This is nice." I, and I go, "No wonder they don't want us using this shit because look how fucking nice it is." 
I mean, it, it's they just had the truth, all man. the snacks, bro. When I tell you, <laughs> they had all the snacks from from truly granola bars to to, to fucking gushers, uh, fruit by the foot, fruit roll ups. I mean, everything in the, the 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 aisle at the grocery store that you your mama tell you you can't touch, they had it in their fucking pantry. <laughs> hey, let me tell you something, man. Yeah, I mean, it's almost it's almost hacked to say it as a comic, a black comic, but. It is true, man. When they invite you over and you see all the shit, you go, oh, this is not. And then you, but it, it, it's, it's so, your Wi Fi is acting like Malik's reading. <laughs> 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 yeah, you're going to have to repeat that. We didn't understand the word you said. He froze. Uh oh. It was going so well. Though when you like, you, oh, am I frozen? Am I frozen? Am I frozen? Am I good? Good now. I, I, am I frozen up? Am I frozen? Your, your picture's still frozen, but yeah, I can't. Am I frozen down? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. It was, oh, okay. Yeah. But it, it was good to see how you know how you could live if you could open your mind up to that. So you know, it was good though, man. I'm, especially when you're elevated people. So I give the white people credit for who did that. I really do. And you know, the black mothers were trusting their kids not to go over and fuck up white people's shit. <laughs> you know, knowing how much <laughs> Oh yeah, you got the talking I mean? to before you, you got in their car to go. Yeah, absolutely. What was the, the yeah. poorest moment oh, you guys had growing up? Where you're like, oh man, we're fucked. You know what? No offense, but we didn't because my dad had a really, my dad worked for the post office. He had a good job. My mom worked too. So we never really went without. I mean, I know it sounds bad, but we never really went without. So I don't It know. sounds bad that you never went without. <laughs> you stayed over their house too many times. I don't want to sound like an asshole. But yeah, but yeah, we had it. We had it pretty nice. We were never, we had enough to keep the light on. It's never like we had to, you know, burn candles and, you know, boil water, no shit like that. Standing around the stove with the stove. We had open. A, we had a, <laughs> we had enough money to have no money, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. There was no extras, but the essentials were taken care of. Which is all you can ask for. I mean, you look at back at it now, man. Your parents put in work and you almost want to say thank you. I mean, it really, I mean, seriously say hey, I told to my you. dad on his deathbed, I was like, he did a good job. With, you know what? But what you had, you did a good job. I'm glad you said it because I, I do my dad do it every way now. I go, hey, daddy, man, I really appreciate all the stuff you did. And my mom, too. I, mean, I thought my mom was being a bitch a lot of times, but she was trying <laughs> to keep me out of trouble. You know, I mean, seriously, she was trying to keep me out of trouble. She was doing the best she could. I mean, yeah, think about what the times were at that time. So, you know, when I thought she was all whatever, whatever. It was what did it feel like when you saw the world know, in color? In trouble with whatever. <laughs> and color where you, you know what man you know what seriously wait were, were you really alive for that <laughs> what was that you know like? what man fuck all y'all y'all why don't y'all suck my dick from the back motherfucker <laughs> both you motherfuckers yeah that's y'all just pissed me the fuck hey. off <laughs> we're all in color for the but if you think about it, <laughs> my hometown didn't integrate till 72. So <laughs> I was only in school. Your connection sucks, bro. I think you done went over your minutes. Actually, you know, we're kind of right. Here. <laughs> no, it's like, no, it, it, it's like, um, um, 
if you think about it, our, our school didn't integrate till 72. So I was probably the first class that had, you know, mixed right. I mean, seriously, 72. So by the time I started going to school, we had just started integrating. So the, the trouble started when I went to <laughs> see Jerry Jones. I mean, outside. I mean you, know, you know what? Fuck you, man. <laughs> yeah, me and Jerry. <laughs> he was supposed to back Ruby up that day, but he was late. <laughs> no, he was too busy on the grassy knoll. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, but uh, yeah, man, I thought I, I think it was a uh, that was a decent time growing up, and and I applaud both parents for trying to trying to get shit to work out that way. You know what I mean? Because because yeah. I mean, no matter where we grew up at, I think we had it better than some place. You know, like you go deep, deep, deep down south, and it's like you can tell, oh, this shit ain't going nowhere. I mean, that's where you go, like LA. Like, oh, oh, we, we need lower Alabama. We need lower Alabama. <laughs> Shit, man. That's, yeah, you I mean sometimes you go down south, you go, yeah, it's never gonna get to that point. Like, hey, buddy, can I come over? No, you know what I mean. It is what it is. But someplace you see them trying, like, like come on, in Indiana, I really see there's a try there. I, I mean, I, you can see people trying. Well, with in, inside the city, you can see them really trying. You know. <laughs> You, you go to Beach Grove at that Walmart, you go, no, nah, no. Nah. I was say, you haven't been to Beach Grove recently. <laughs> that Beach Grove Walmart is straight up, that, that is white people behaving badly, you know, against each other, though, which is good. So, you know, it's, it's not just the Walmart, it's the whole city. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I say, you're not going to, I mean, but, 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 I, but I do see a try with people, which, you know, I mean, I really do. I'm not even saying that as a, as a, you know, we shall overcome moment and everything and everything's hunky dory. Uh, but I really do see a people. I mean, I do like, see like Tim I, Scott's try and Nikki Haley's try. Tim Scott, if, if Tim, if you held a mirror to Tim Scott's face, he'd probably say he wouldn't black. I swear <laughs> he forgot he wouldn't. I mean, just, I mean, all I, I see mean, is an American. <laughs> that shit pissed me off. I hate when they do that bullshit. All I see is an American. I'm like, uh huh. I mean, it, but you know what? Don't think about it. If it's that bad, then that says something about the voter. They don't trust that vote, their, their constituents. They don't trust their group to have to think outside that box. So they have to say it like that. I mean, just American needs to just say, look, look in the mirror. Yes, we are, but we're trying to get better. Say that shit. Don't be like, no, we're in a racist country. So what is the KKK? What are, what are they? Just a, a real intense ho ho HOA? I mean, come on, man. Let's just be honest. They're a shit. fringe organization that doesn't yeah. <laughs> really bother anyone. I mean, if yeah. they have less than 300,000 members. It's not. <laughs> that's the excuse they use. But that's what I'm saying, though. I mean, you know the history is coming. Just listen. Just they admit, only it, bother a minority group of people. <laughs> they only they only bother the minority of the minorities. So <laughs> just admit it, so we can move on. People try, and you know, I mean, I think that would help so much, but they don't, and that's why we're here. But then again, you know, if it wasn't for them, black black comics wouldn't have anything to talk about. So thank you, America. <laughs> I appreciate. It. Did you see? Uh, Dave Chappelle on stage with D. Ray Davis talking about the Cat Williams interview. No, where would you find that at? Where, where was that? So, uh, some uh, Warren B. Hall sent it to me. Uh, I have to send it to you. Um, basically, uh, Dave was saying Cat shouldn't have called out the people he called out the way he called them out. Basically, and that that stuff's supposed to be kept in house, and it was a bad look. And D. Ray was arguing, "Nah, he kept it real, and we appreciate that." And they were kind of going back and forth. It's a little, it's an interesting little 
because this was done in the comedy club and somebody recorded it on their cell phone. It's kind of a crappy quality video, but uh, I'll send it. I'll send it to you. I'll send it to but, you too, Malik. If you haven't seen it, thanks. Thanks. And at the same time, I saw a thing of Cat. He said uh, he was, he said he's going to record a special in Cleveland, Kevin's home. Uh, no, not Cleveland, uh, Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And he, and he called out. He gave Kevin a one million dollar bet. He goes, "We can do it any, any way you want. You uh, basketball court, boxing on stage, whatever." He just, called, I mean, it's like. But I think that was from 2016. It seemed like it was now. I mean, I don't know though, because he said he's going to Philadelphia to film a special, and it seemed like it was. It seemed like it was now, but who? Where, knows what, where was. was he? Where was he at the? Uh, he was at. He was at airport getting ready, getting get ready to get on yeah, the private that was, plane. That was old. Yeah. Okay. That was old. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but still, man, I don't know what the deal. But you know what? He reminds me of my mechanic, and I hate my mechanic. So that's probably a little bit <laughs> reason why I don't really vibe with cat right now. My oh, Cat Williams. I just think. I mean, you don't you don't I, like what he did? No, I really don't. And I just, I mean, me and Vince actually talked about this, and it's like, no, they talked about him first, so he came back on him. So, and you know, it's got to be real because if you listen to the responses that Cedric and Steve say, it's more like, man, I don't, you know, I'm just trying to be positive. And so, in a way, it's like they never really disputed what he said. They just like they're trying to say, hey, we should just move on. Something, you know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. when, um, it's like when somebody thinks they're all big and bad, they want to fight somebody, and then they know who they're gonna get beat up by. Says some shit soon. They go, hey, look, man, it's too much black on black violence, man. We need to, we need to get together, and you know what I mean? Like, you know, they don't address shit. the issue. They just try yeah. to say, oh, you know, he's, you know, this, this is just another one of those tactics. To, yeah, to, exactly. to separate us as we all need to come together, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we, we can do that after you address what he said, okay? Yeah, we, because if what he said was wrong, then as a collective, we will chastise him. But if ain't what he said wrong, then no, you need to answer for it. Why are y'all stealing jokes? Why are y'all, you know, gatekeeping or whatever it is y'all doing? Well, I mean, if we're going to talk about I know, I know for a fact, you remember... I, I said it like I said it on this podcast. I had a buddy named James Hanna. James Hanna wrote for Steve Harvey Show. Okay, during the during the Def Jam days, Steve would say that shit is projectish. Okay, James Hanna came up with the phrase that shit is ghetto, and you see where that went. And and that that's around the world now, pretty much. I mean, you know what I mean? It's shit ghetto. People just take it for granted saying that's ghetto. James Hanna came up with that. I know. I knew James Hanna. He died. Uh, got rid of his soul, which is fifty dollars. I would never get back. He owed me fifty dollars. But anyway, he, he he came up. He came you up. Could have bought shit. a fucking yeah. pot with that. Yeah, he, <laughs> <laughs> you've been cooking with and, spatulas <laughs> and a broom and a broom and a and a dustpan. Yeah. So anyway, so but yeah. How you, so, got, it, how you got it worse than the Jeffersons? Forty years later. <laughs> We ain't going nowhere. We ain't going nowhere in 40 years. <laughs> you moving on down. <laughs> to these suburbs. <laughs> yeah. But but it's the truth, though, man. So, you know, yeah, I knew about that. Everybody, but everybody knows. I mean, my, my buddy told me that he was working with Cedric one time, and they were just shooting the shit. And that was when James Brown went to jail. He goes, yeah, James Brown is uh, now he's prisoner, blah, 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 blah. You know, uh, 317. And he heard Cedric on the radio do... But that was in past, like you know how comics just talk shit, and Cedric mm-hmm. took that and put it on the radio, and he so I don't know if that's a stolen joke, but that was from a conversation. So yeah, it's I mean, a stolen I, joke. If somebody else gives it to you and you take it like it's yours, 
Hey, but everybody knows that. So, I mean, y'all knew all that shit, but I, I don't know why you put that out there like that. So, I mean, so now what... they have to answer for it moving forward. You, you say, okay, let's say we all need to come together, right? How can we come together if you and I universally don't agree on how we should be moving publicly or privately? Like, if we're not in lockstep in public or in private, what's the unity? Where, where's the unity there? If you out here ripping people off, stealing jokes, gatekeeping, yeah. Behind yeah. closed doors in public, I'm supposed to let that just smile yeah. and let that shit ride. No, no, you got you got a great. I mean, no, seriously, that that is a great point, and that's the truth. I mean, it's like yeah, like because you are, we all know the ones that are full of shit. Like you know the, the, the com, you know like the comics that come from L.A. They come to the Midwest and and like, hey, man, we come out to L.A. Look me up, and you do, and they're like, I don't know, you know what I mean, or whatever, or they'll steal your joke and take it back to L.A. and act like they're stairs or whatever, whatever. So. Yeah, I can see your point on that. I really do. I see your point on that. And I'm I, just saying, Steve Harvey, Ricky Smiley, Cedric and Tanner all went on interviews beforehand, and they could address anything that Kat said about them. And they chose yeah. not to. They they could yeah. have been like, you know what? I'm glad you brought that up. I want to clear the air and issue this apology. Da, da, da. At this point in my career, I was, you know, doing whatever I thought was necessary. Like, if they had went from that angle and just like, yeah, I did it, my bad, they would have the public apologies would have been a lot uh, more respected, whereas opposed to what you said, they come on, look, we all just need to come together and move past this. I'm like, so you, you're you going to serve the sentence but not admit guilt? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. No, That's I get what it you, sounds man. Like. Yeah, I, I hear you on that. I do, I do. I hate that it came to this, and now it's like all just, uh, it's just ugly. I don't like it at all. But like you said, man, I mean, yeah, that's a, that is a great point because Steve has always, I mean, you, you all heard the rumors about all of them, actually. You know, if you've worked with them or, or adjacent to them, you've heard shit. So, you know, maybe Cat had, had his feel. He was sick of me. He goes, fuck it, man. I get as much money as they do and I'm going to spill the beans. I don't give a fuck. And obviously that's what he did. So, and, and at the perfect time, too, because well, he's got a tour coming up. So, you know. Yeah, it's hey. one of those things where I understand Dave Chappelle's point where it's like, even though I'm that nigga, you will never catch me saying I'm that nigga in public. And he goes, I don't never shit on anybody I disagree with. You know, you're supposed to keep that shit in house. And he's like, white boys don't do it. And, you know, people were like, cat, don't give a fuck about what white people think. And, you know, I think. I think that aspect of the argument is interesting because, again, you know, we see ourselves separate from them. They don't see themselves in our groups when it comes to comedy, but we're all working towards the same thing. We all want the same thing, whether you're, you know, Burt Kreischer or Cat Williams doing 100 city tours, you know, they're, they're both doing shit like that. So it's like, you know, when they have beef with each other, I kind of feel like they do the same thing. I mean, you know, that Joe Rogan, Carlos Mencia thing, granted Mencia is not, not white, but you know, there was beef in the comedy scene behind that, so. But you know what? But that was one of the few. I mean, I mean, that was one of the few where people, but I do remember white comics coming after Dan, like Dan Cook and Louis C.K. had a little thing going, you yeah. know? And uh, so, but it, but it, I don't think it ever got viral to the point everybody saw it. But then again, that was a different time. Social yeah, media was, was, wasn't was, as prevalent. It, yeah, so, I think that was the MySpace know. days. Yeah, it actually was. <laughs> it re no, it really was. That, that's how Dan Cook got the whole Saturday Night Live. But 
But I do remember um, the Joe Rogan Messiah was a big one. But you know what? Props to Joe Rogan on that because everybody knew Messiah was stealing shit. Everybody knows. And Joe Rogan called him out. And Joe Rogan's the one that lost a lot. I mean, granted, yeah. he bounced back big time, but he's the one that lost. He lost every, every they all dropped him, which which goes to show you the the where society or where entertainment is. They dropped him instead of their joke stealing ass kind. You know what I mean? So because mm-hmm. he so, was a bigger draw at the time. He's a bigger draw, and then, but then, you know, look at Joe. So good. That's good on that. That's yeah. I'm gonna need you to put some more minutes on your phone, bro. <laughs> like you know, get. Oh my God, we. I apologize for VT's technical difficulties to anybody who's watching this podcast. Um, as you know, he has a cricket Obama phone, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He well, he did tell you about his apartment is that his uh, cellular service is also paid for in the same manner that which he buys. <laughs> so we're not saying. I was just roasting. I was just roasting your Wi-Fi. I said you buy your minutes like you buy your uh, kitchen utensils, <laughs> one gig at a time. Which is why you're slowing man. down. <laughs> well, it's it's not that. It's just that uh, I'm in a, you know I'm in Mexico, man. So fuck it. Sometimes you get sometimes sometimes it's like that, bro. How long are you sometimes gonna be in like Mexico? That. Just tonight. I'm um uh, picking up a ship tomorrow. Picking up a ship tomorrow. It's cool, man. I'm I did work in my I'm I'm on, I'm on one of the the, the big we call it the XL ships. I'm one of the XL ships. So I'm doing like four four or five shows tomorrow and then five shows the next day. I'm, so I'm doing like 10 shows in two days and then I fly out night in Charleston trying to get lynched and then I pick up another ship. So I'm good. My brother hates Charleston. He thinks it's all racist. But it was white. Even, even she goes, white, she goes, yeah, you know, Oh, we got kind of racist, but you know what? I kind of like it. <laughs> I just thought that was shit. Yeah, because you're I, you're freezing and hey. your shit just sounds hey. terrible. So, go ahead. Hey, what? Uh, um, would you rather anymore? No, we, we, we don't have time for it. So I'll mention Definitely. it in the post. I'll, I'll mention it. Um, thank you guys for tuning to okay. another episode of Sorry We're Canceled. Make sure you go to buymeacoffee.com backslash Sorry We're Canceled. Become a member of the Cancel Crew for as little as six bucks. You can also pick up uh, our t-shirt. We have two separate designs, which will be shipped directly to you for 25 bucks. Um, so with free shipping. So make sure you guys check that out. Also, um, continue to tell your friends and neighbors and anybody else who listen to become a subscriber to the Cyber Cancer Podcast on all platforms, but especially YouTube. That one helps us the most. Um, I think that's it. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Sorry We're Canceled. As we say at this time, I'm Dion Curry. Thank you. Thank you guys. I'm B- <laughs> T. <laughs> I'm BT. That's Dion. Like we say about this time, you need another word. Set.